welcome to Q4Q, the queer personal ads podcast. I will be your host, Haley. I am a they-them archivist in Washington, D.C., and welcome to this mini-sode to celebrate Q4Q's first birthday. Last year in mid-April, I texted my cherished friend Tabitha and begged her to record with me, an Indiana-centric episode that became Seeking Buff Danny DeVito in Indianapolis. Before I begin, again, this show is not for children. What does that mean? Don't let your child listen to it if they don't want to hear swear words, sexual fantasies, kinks, and or other fun stuff that will come out of my mouth. Today, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Not only will I be alone, I'm also going to share some fun from the past year. But don't worry, I'll also be throwing in some new content to keep us all engaged. So, it was a really great year. When I began this endeavor in late April, my goal was to jump back into LGBTQ history and create something using my own whims. I wanted to combine my love for queer publications, research, and archives into a new hobby, and boy did I find exactly what I was hoping for. Not only have I been able to delve into some pretty cool online archives and see some pretty nice vintage porn, I was able to reconnect with a lot of old friends and meet some new ones along the way. Along the way means that while my fiancé Rachel slept, I would lay awake on Instagram and Twitter, stalking personal ad tags and commenting on posts written by some cool people. This method found me guest host Stan Griffiths of the Genderfuck podcast and Alexis Mecaluso of the Deeply Personal book. And there is still so much more to come. So some key takeaways from the year. TikTok, man. I still remember sitting at a bar in my hometown in Indiana and watching the views on one of my first personal ad videos rise up and up. That was cooler than anything I could have imagined. The other key takeaway was, and this isn't really just from my experience this year with the podcast, but the community of historians and archivists are just incredible. J.D. Doyle of the HoustonLGBTHistory.org and Queer Music Heritage, and also the Texas Obituary Project, has an incredible, free, accessible, and very informative website that I stumbled upon over the course of my research. And then he let me pick his brain about the site and his life over an hour interview that I may do something with if I can convince him to let me use the recordings that I got. What an incredible man. I also owe a lot to the index site that Jim Barroway maintains, as well as the countless other projects online that aren't behind paywalls. Thank you to those archivists and historians, for you are doing the Lord's work. The main newspapers that I looked through are the San Francisco Bay Times, the Gay Blade in DC, Out Front in Denver, Outweek, and G-A-Y newspapers of New York City. Incredible ads, incredible people who posted in them. They were always wacky, wonderful, or just plain lovely. There was truly some low-hanging fruit. So my favorite ads from the past year are Superlative from The Gay Blade, featured in Episode 7, a gender-fluid Guy Fieri, with my friend Sam. I am a truly outstanding young man. (laughs) I know this may sound pompous to you, but it's merely a reflection of my direct, straightforward nature. Actually, I am quite down to earth, (laughs) but I know who I am and I know what qualities I seek in another man. The goal, an intimate, powerful, monogamous relationship. Here are the details. I am smart, Phi Beta Kappa, and well-educated. I'm currently a graduate student at Stanford pursuing dual degrees, and I also work professionally. The most important things you've learned from your education are how to communicate your thoughts and feelings and how to think independently and creatively. I'm strikingly handsome, Italian-slash-Greek-looking, and have a lean, athletic, well-muscled body. You, too, are very handsome, but your personality is of greatest importance. I'm exceedingly friendly and smile a lot. There is a certain sparkle, energy, and excitement that often fills me 
I'm expressive and talk with my hands, yet I'm very masculine. (laughs) You are masculine, too. Most importantly, I am intensely loving and affectionate. Expect to enjoy frequent sensual back rubs, long, deep kisses, and safe, passionate lovemaking sessions with me. I am HIV negative. Don't be surprised if I reach out to hold your hand or slip my arm around your sexy shoulders as we stroll through the foothills at dusk. You similarly must be loving and delight in mixing emotionally with another man. Although at times I'm intensely serious, I love to have fun and to relax. Other turn-ons, exercise, music, science, art, fine food, culture, the great outdoors, turn-offs, drugs, cigarette smoke, excessive alcohol, or religiousness. Please write me a detailed, thoughtful letter describing how you reflect and compliment this description. A photo returnable is a must. Thanks for taking the time to respond. Wow. I also really enjoyed the classic lesbian western from episode 13. Prince Charming seeks Butch Lancelot with my housemate Lauren. Like the all-too-familiar ending to a classic lesbian western, the heroine and her partner are riding off into the sunset together, feeling completely and totally secure in each other's embrace. When the unexpected happens, her partner jumps off the horse and hysterically shrieks, I've had enough! Let me off! I need space! Now, what would you do to rebuild trust in a new relationship? I'd like to hear your version of the same story. Or, at least, some hope of future intimacy, despite former disastrous, but nevertheless memorable break- such breakups. No, I am not! <laughs> this is all caps. No, I am not looking for sympathy merely <laughs> No, I am not looking for sympathy! Merely someone who is prepared to face the reality of ups and downs in everyday life situations. You must be 30 to 40 years old. Be capable, loving, and smart. Able to endure imperfections in another. And love your own imperfections as well. I actually forgot to share a poem in that episode, so I'm going to share it now. It's from The Lavender Woman, December 1st, 1971, and it's called The Frog Princess. The Frog Princess. I heard this funny fairy tale read to me all about a nobody frog who turns into a somebody princess. Once bogged down, living in a dark well with no friendly neighbors. And the not-so-truthful, wonderful prince with lightning promises says, Come home to my house, but only if and when. And in spite and beside all this and that of the prince with the lightning promises, the nobody frog is a somebody princess, and we laugh too, an ugly anybody becoming a beautiful somebody. This was by Betty Peters. My other favorite personal ad is called, Brian, I Don't Need This Grief which was featured in the Southern Voice from episode 8, the OG Facebook wall, with my housemate Thad. It's Brian, I don't need this grief. (laughs) I really don't think I can trust you. Too many things don't add up. Saw you last week, by the way. You were all over some man at Burkhart's. How did that go? Same lines? You seem truly professional, Mark. Goddamn, Mark. And then someone, (laughs) he responded... Um, Brian responded and he said, you know, Mark, you're really an idiot. All I wanted to do is to get to know you. Is that a crime? When you get over yourself, let me know. (laughs) More of my favorite quotes from the year are nipples that won't quit from Indianapolis from that first episode with my friend Tabitha. Hey, all you handsome buys and rugged guys from episode 11. Bye bye bisexuals with my housemate, I 
an all-my-love donut butt from the Valentine's Day episode. Listen, this one is a special place in my heart. I like this so much, I named a whole episode after it. Now we're going to move on to some ads that I've really enjoyed, but just didn't really fit into any themes as of yet. So, enjoy my, my odds and ends. This one comes from the Leather Archives and Museum in Chicago, Illinois. And this was a personal ad from Bearfax, uh, B-E-A-R-F-A-X, volume 2, number 17. Aries. Lick my tits. Gay white male, 34. Aries. Hazel brown eyes. Brown hair. Beard, 225 pounds. I like to cuddle up in bed with a friend and read the bare facts. And explore tide pools? Question mark was, I, I, I put that in myself. French anal penetration, Greek anal, honest and believe in safe sex. Interested? Your letter and photo gets one from me. Write to Charles at the bare facts box. All right, and I'm not sure what year this is from, but it looks vaguely 90s. And as you might have guessed, Bearfax is a leather bear magazine published in San Francisco. This is fun because he likes to explore different things. Um, some of them tide pools. Pools, it, tide was not capitalized, but pools was. So I wonder if that's a euphemism for something or if he just really likes um, marine biology. Next, we have a personal ad in the gay newspaper, um, the G-A-Y, <coughs> G-A-Y in New York City, uh, July 6th, 1970, short, dark, groovy looking, bull hung, posing strap collector and fist F dash 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 artist, seeks muscular guys, 35 to 45, who dig same scene for all night sessions. Photo, phone answered first. Um, and this is Old Chelsea Station, NYC. This is interesting because he doesn't use the F word, and I'm assuming because maybe they would have cut it out. Um, but he is hung like a bull, and he collects straps. I wonder if that's a strap on or if that's like leather straps. But he's a fist-fucking artiste. So that means he makes an art out of fucking your ass with his fist. Which honestly probably is a very particular art. I can imagine you need some precision and empathy and comfort, and you'll probably feel a lot of things, and that's what art is. Next, we have an ad from Out Week, June 13th, 1990, also printed in New York City. <clears throat> Chill, dude. Put your feet up. Have a beer. I'm looking for a big, relaxed, black, Latin, or Italian guy for some summer fun. I'm a music junkie. All types who lives for movies, books, travel, biking, and greasy food. 5 foot 10 inches, 165 pounds, gay black male, nice to look at, sort of sloppy. And then you can write to his P.O. box in Stuyvesant Station, New York City. This one is great. I love the, the emotion that he puts into this. He has a lot of punctuation that also like it makes you really understand what's going on through his head. So he's like, chill, dude. Put your feet up. Have a beer. I love that he offers a lot of different hobbies. I feel like that's, he's just suggesting first dates. You know, we go to a movie. Maybe we go to a bookstore. Maybe we do biking. We do biking. And then greasy food. I also love that he identifies himself as sort of sloppy. It, it's, it's humbling, I think. Next one, Out Week, September 19th, 1990, NYC. 
Danish-American gay female, 29, in search of Scandinavian soul sister for long, depressing walks on the beach. Contemplations of the many varieties of herring and self-absorbed, moody times. Oh, we can also go out dancing and spend a lot of time discussing the blonde highlights in our hair. This one is strange. I love her leaning into all of the Scandinavian stereotypes. Seems very creative. Herring, I'm told, is a very delicious Viking snack. I wonder if uh, she's a, a second a second gen immigrant from Denmark, or if she's just kind of leaning into that as like her her uh, ancestry. And last but not least, I got this from Instagram. Birthday Taurus slut. Me forty. Femme, loves poetry slash mental health stimulation. You, self-aware, down as fuck, and always do it. And then it has an at at Washington, D.C. And this one is actually not a real personal ad. It is a personal's bot that just creates personal ads from uh, the information it gets from Instagram. It does sound like it could have been anyone from Lex. And in fact, if I were 40 right now, this could be me. 40. Well, except for the femme part. Anyway, we'll see in like 14 years. This could be me. And I realized that this was kind of a short, quick, not a not a lot of shit going on episode. But I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm excited for another year of podcasting. So to keep myself more on task, I've started actually making a decent schedule and advertising for more guests on Lex, on Facebook, and on every other social media. And also, you know, right here, right now. So if you or someone you know is interested in chatting and being on the podcast, have them reach out via q4qpodcast at gmail.com or on any of the social media sites. It's Queer Personals Podcast on Instagram and Queer Personals on Twitter, I believe. Or you can also fill out a guest form that I have on Google through my link tree and I'll get back to you. You don't have to have any experience with podcasts and you don't have to do a lot of work, I promise. All you have to do is give me a date, a time, a theme that you're generally interested in and I do the work from there. Unless you want to be involved, you know, you can be more involved if you want. Anywho, enjoy your weekend or your life. Q4Q is produced, researched, recorded, and edited by Haley Steinhelber. Music by Omar Nassar. New episodes vaguely every other Thursday, sometimes less, sometimes more. 